So, speaking of Israel, um, I was just wondering, given, like, your, um, your, like, involvement within Christianity, do you ever feel, like, uh, ridicule when you express your involvement in Israel, um, as a Christian? And if so, how do you respond? Um, and what about Israel, like, drew you in? Like, why did you have that childhood dream of going into the Dead Sea? Was it purely because of, um, your the love, Bible or, maybe or like, your love for science and, um... Yes, to all of that. <laughs> uh, and um, are there any other places in the world that provide a similar effect? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> the Israel draw for me is very, uh, very spiritual. but And it is the most unique country in the world by far. <clears throat> I like, um, even though I, I guess you're probably enjoying my accent, I sound very country. <laughs> <laughs> Hillbillyish. I tell everybody I speak Southern redneck Hebrew. Um, <laughs> I friends, I absolutely love that. But anyhow, I, I I like I like the the very much the intellect and um, and 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 Israel and especially Jewish people who like to talk about you guys. I like the intellect. This is. I was so impressed when you contacted me and so excited. And I told uh, Miss Vaughn, I said, I, I'm, I'm impressed with the, even the email I got, how well you put that together and what you guys are doing is, and your openness to uh, explore other things is, is really refreshing. Um, so to answer your question on, yeah, Israel draws me like crazy. Um, if it was so, I could, if I could get away from my business and my church for, you know, for six, seven months, I'd probably go live in Israel for six, seven months. I usually try to stay three weeks to a month at a time when I go. I, I, didn't, I don't just take people. I have plenty of friends and I like to go live there because when you stay like that, you really learn the people and the culture and you make good friends and you understand things and you're off from the limelight and the show and the, the money, you know, racket and all that. And we have really good trips, don't get me wrong, but I get out and I get out in the, uh, with friends of mine. We go to the Arab villages to eat. We meet everybody and I have good friends who are Arabs over there too. Um, it's amazing. So yeah, that's a spiritual uh, draw for me, a physical draw also. But the other place is yes, uh, Walker is Scotch. And, oh. Uh, yeah. So probably the two greatest influences of ancient cultures are the are the Israelis by far. And the Loch Ness monster. But the Scots. Uh, you know about Hadrian's Wall, right? Um, yeah, like of it. Oh yeah, they, the even the great Roman Empire could not defeat these people. <laughs> they and, they uh, told like stories of them. They had like, uh, I know they had also for the Britons, but they also like told how uh, you know it was like a magical place. They were all uh, tough as nails and everything. Yeah. Very, yeah. Let me see if I can find this right here, right quick. Uh, a friend of mine sent me, uh, met one day, and he sent me this little meme and or a little saying <laughs> on the cell phone, and I'm like, that sounds like my family motto. So <laughs> I can get back to this right quick. You'll really like it. But yeah, Scotland, I actually uh, give you a little background. Uh, I've been wanting to go to the Scottish Highland Games for 
for decades, but, and I wanted to take my three sons, but there was always football and baseball and basketball and, and so busy with them, I didn't get to go. So finally I run into a, a friend of mine and we're going to our first Highland games. I've bought my first kilt. I am ready to roll. Is, is it, uh, do you know how to play bagpipes, the bagpipes? No, I would love to, but I didn't realize they were so expensive and hard to learn to play. <laughs> yeah, it's a very difficult. But I did start playing the guitar. Oh, yeah, when, I was, I was, when I, I started playing guitar when I was 50, though, so I've been trying to learn some Scottish songs here lately. But here it is. I am a Scot. I do not need your approval. Your opinion, your attitude, or even your notice of me. I do, however, need you to step aside and get out of my way. Great things are in my immediate future. Watch me do exactly what you said I could not. Wow. Can you yeah. send that can you send that to me? I wanna make that the thumbnail of this video. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so I mean if, if you think about it, it's like it's it's real. Jewish Israeli too. I mean, no people on in planet Earth have been more abused than Israelis. You know, uh, are Jewish people, and and it and it's like you know, you guys are just tough. I mean, it, it's kind of like the Scots and and you know, and if you'll find about this, true Christians have always loved it. Those that come under the demise of. Uh, Christianity and that have really one against has given a black eye and has tried to put the two opposing and and it's been exploited by both sides that on the negative end. But but you think about it every time that real believers and real Israelis, so secular Jewish people, are abused, they just thrive. I don't know why. Every time, if you look through history, if they're really under persecution, they end up thriving. I mean, look, because of the Holocaust, you have a you have a country, an entirely Jewish state now, with an ancient language. That is the only time in the history of the earth that has come back to life. This is a miracle. I mean, where are the Hittites, the Gittites, the Philistines, all them? Gone. And you know that uh, that the ancient language of the Scots is, is still being spoke by those who are trying, you know, to keep it alive. Yeah, and like, although fictional, sorry, Oswe. Yeah. Gaelic, right? Is that the... Gaelic, yeah. 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 And like, I know like it, it's fictional, but I remember um, when we read Macbeth, uh, Oz, it's based in Scotland, and, and even though um, Macbeth, like, becomes that king of Scotland through, like, obviously uh, heinous ways that are not necessarily yeah. legal, um, he eventually gets overthrown, and, and the army of Scotland, the people of Scotland, end up taking their country back. Tough as nails. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the movie? It's called, um, it's, I think it's called The Eagle, and it's about this Roman uh, officer. You saw it, Oz? And anyhow, yeah, uh, that's pretty good. It's a kind of a, you kind of pull for the Romans on that one. And then if you go to Braveheart, you know, you're uh, yeah. pulling for that. So uh, Braveheart and Rob Roy, two good movies. Uh, uh, so. That's the one with, uh, forget it, it's like Will, I think his name is. 
Rob Roy is Liam Neeson, and uh, Mel Gibson is in Braveheart. Mm. Yeah. Um, like, going back to Israel, do you ever face, like, ridicule when you, like, express your, like, involvement in Israel, like, as a Christian? Um, ridicule from, from either, like, Christians or Jewish people, like, where, like, no matter where, like, do you just, like, face, like, criticism for supporting it, even though, like, it's usually not correlated to, like... Right. I'm going to uh, turn over here because there's sunlight coming in. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, yeah, sometimes, but the thing I found with being a pastor, too, um, you do your homework, and it's kind of like, uh, kind of like a guy told my son one time playing baseball, said, if you want to play, you got to make them look stupid. So you can be kind about it, but, but if you, if you know your stuff, if you, I mean, if you're well studied, you know your stuff then you have answers and it's uh it's not that you're explaining anything is that you know you got facts and um no country on earth has has touched the world like this take take the people that hate israel the most what major hospital they have what major scientific discovery have they made yeah what humanitarian group do they have do you know who shows up as much as the Americans do in a natural catastrophe? Israel. Tibet and Nepal. Two earthquakes. Oh, wow. Who's there? The Israelis. Who showed up in South Florida when the building fell down? The Israelis. When Haiti was just about rolled off into the sea? Israelis. The Americans and the Israelis. And as, 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 uh, BB said, America's like the new promised land. BB Netanyahu, yeah. Yeah. And um, and so, you know, what I, I was trying to think the other day, and I actually done in Hebrew in a speech one time to the Israeli party in South Florida. What is it? I was trying to find it the other day that we thank God that we're here at this place and this time. Uh, are y'all familiar with that Hebrew saying? No, yeah, no, it's it reminds me of something. I know there's a name to it. I can't remember it right now, but yeah, it's like a common theme and a common saying. Yeah, I think I think it's got Higano in it, maybe. Um, but anyhow, the first time I said that, I was we were doing a night to honor Israel in the in the big church there in South Florida, and I was like, well, they started quoting it with me, and uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I made a lot of good friends uh, who have helped me. Over the years, like uh, like the guy that I call my Israeli father, he actually was in the Mossad in the 60s. Um, I know a guy who's gotten the national uh, highest national war from Israel twice, and um, and then he set me up with some people over in Israel, and I actually got to spend a day with uh, with some very interesting people. One of them was, you bet, the uh, general of the Central Haru for 30 years. And it's just, it's been a, my journey is a miracle. There's no way I could have tried or planned this on my own or anything for me. I mean, God worked this out for me and it's amazing. Yeah, that's really cool. It, it, I can write my life just in the last 20 years and it's job right. That's cool. Um, and just to like, Oz, do you, have any, do you have any questions? No, not that I can think of. 
Um, but you did a very good job explaining yeah, everything thoroughly. Thank you. Um, yeah. And just like one more question to leave off, like uh, for like ourselves, um, like me, Oz, and like our, our viewers who like, I guess before this, we have not had a non-Jewish video. So I assume a good portion of um, our viewers are Jewish, especially because I think we have like 20% of our viewers from Israel. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for, for those and like a lot of others who are who are Jewish or, or just not Christian and um, want to like still like just understand more in depth, like different different uh, faiths and spirituality outside of like the Old Testament. Um, wh where do you recommend starting? Like I know we had talked about the New Testament, but but like do I just like open up open up the New Testament book and just read like like what do I, what do I do if I just want to like get a nice like feel out for like a, t a taster so to speak for. Okay, so are you guys familiar with the Secret Service? The Secret Service, yeah. yeah. Okay, so why and when was it started? Uh, I the uh, CIA. I, after, I remember. I think it was after um, Lincoln's death, or either Lincoln or McKinley. Matt, you're exactly right. Lincoln started it because there was so much counterfeit money; it was about to destroy the the whole republic. And see, most people think of the Secret Service to protect the president. That's just a very small thing they do. And um, if you walk up to somebody that's in counterfeiting in the Secret Service, you would ask them, say, I bet you study a lot of counterfeit money. I bet you that's amazing how much counterfeit. He said, no, we study the real thing. That way we know a counterfeit when it comes along. Mm. So to answer your question, if you just start and read the New Testament first and then do some research after that. And um, just remember that the, the Bible's written like a contract. What well, is a contract? It's a covenant. Con you know, a covenant is a contract with the greater dictating to the lesser what the terms and conditions are. So, being that said, if you read the authorized version, always remember that. You is singular or plural. Ye is always singular, and being thou is plural, and that'll help explain some of the older words. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, and like, like, do you just recommend like directly just opening the New Testament, or is there like just start know. right at the very beginning uh, there in Matthew and just take off reading? You'll find it interesting. Right from the beginning, you're going to go. Okay, we're getting some Jewish genealogy, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was sort of like building off of that, too. <clears throat> so, uh, between the Old and New Testament, if I'm reading it from Old and then I'm just continuing reading and then suddenly I reach New, does that make, that does that piece things together uh, more than if I just were to start at the beginning of the New Testament and read onwards, or is it the same experience? Well, I'm sure you guys know this. Uh, Eastern thinking is not linear like Greeks or Westerners do. So you just kind of have to read it and take it in. You know, Eastern thinking and the way the Bible is more circular, you have an idea and it branches off everywhere. And the New Testament do that. It's not really a chronological order. The first four books are different different views of Jesus. In other words, same diamond before different facets on the diamond. If that makes sense. And that's one thing we know the uh, authenticity of the Bible is, is because if you take four people in a crime scene and you separate them, 
they're going to have the same theme, they'll, but they view it in four different ways. You ever been in an auto accident? What the police do first? They separate everybody. And then they hear all the different stories. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's kind of crime scene evidence um, on that. But, yeah, it just that first and then you know you got resources like me you can ask a few questions or whatever but i'll tell you how strongly i view uh the jewish people and israel and and they they know this very well when i spoke to the department um is that here's my statement i would love you even if you didn't like me that's how strong i feel about uh, the Jews, Jewish state, Israel, Israelis, you guys. I mean, I'm just drawn to that. That's the way God says it's supposed to be. And I feel that in my heart very, very deeply. Um, as you know, um, you can be put at arm's length in the Jewish community till they realize that they can trust you and you actually do love them. Because, I mean, you come with that stigmatism. That's the reason the Scots... Um, and the Scott Irish that settled this area pretty strong back in early days. If a government shows up and says, we're here to help, and they go, oh, no, you're not. Get down the road. You know, <laughs> part of your help. And it's because the English had abused them so bad for so many years. We don't trust the government that well. It's, and it can be that way a lot of the Israelis, but once they understand that you really do love them, you really do care, and you want to be a part of their lives, and uh, and friendships i actually was very shocked the the israeli parliament right by a month before covid broke out i went down and they asked me to explain christianity the different denominations um aspects of it and everything and it lasted that's a really time. cool yeah and i thought well you know sometimes you that gets a huge rejection and i thought you know i've got to do what i got to do even if these people don't like me anymore and they didn't want to go home and i mean it's shabbat too (laughs) and there were questions and and all kinds of stuff and you know a lot of them are really good friends of mine too that i've grown to really love and appreciate and but you know when you're you've got a large diverse crowd here and you know this the vast majority of jewish people are either atheist or agnostic um, you know, they, yeah, we go to the synagogue, and yeah, we do Passover, but are we really committed to, to the whole belief system or not? Are we keeping, you know, the, the law or whatever? And, you know, it's like everybody else. Most people are nominal on what they believe, and they don't believe it to their core. Uh, yeah. 